your little bunny. I hope you've been having a wonderful, wonderful week. And even if not, that's okay too. I've had a great week, although an exhausting week, but I guess in the best possible way. I have more or less been on vacation this past week, little bunny. Hence, I am super behind on making TikTok slash Instagram videos. Although, of course, I made the podcast every Friday, Little Bunny, without fail. I made a little podcast from vacation and a little locked audio, too. That one this week was called, what was it called, Little Bunny? It was called Words of Wisdom. You are other people. It's kind of like where I write out exactly what I mean on a topic, little words of wisdom, I'm going to do more of them, I have a strong belief on something that'll make your life better, some way to see yourself in a positive way, or just, I don't know, (laughs) you'll have to go listen to that, so the locked section of the garden is Patreon, it's very cheap, but it is also 18 plus only, so don't join if you're not 18. And I guess that's all I will say on that. I want to tell you about my week. It was a good week. An interesting week. And there's some good stuff to talk about with you. So, let's start by taking a breath together. Can you do that with me? I love you, little bunny. I love you, I love you. Above all else, I just want to enjoy this time with you. This time of a daddy and his little bunny. <laughs> it's your weekly honey carrot. It's honey because you have full permission to just tune me out. You can use this to fall asleep if you want. You can use it to relax you. You can use it to do, to be in the background while you do other stuff. But it's a carrot too. Because if you listen, you'll be eating your vegetables. Your daddy is feeding you your vegetables, and your life will get better in lots of really nice, great ways. And it's a lot of fun for me too. So thank you for being here. You always pick me up. I was just telling your fellow bunnies in the Discord that I was feeling kind of sick. Just literally three, four hours ago. And I feel so calm and at peace now. I feel really good because of you. Wow. Thank you for this little bunny. Thank you for being here for me every week. So, where was your daddy on vacation? Semi-vacation. I was in... The town of Las Vegas. Do you know Las Vegas, little bunny? If you are an American bunny, surely you know Las Vegas as being one of the only places, not the only, but one of the only places in the country that allows gambling. And it has a very sleazy reputation of being spicy in various ways, some of which we'll get into in this episode. Uh, It has the nickname Sin City. 
um, which sin, of course, is defined <laughs> in ways that in some ways I don't agree with, but anyway, it's the iconic town of debauchery in America. And all around, at the core, it's a gambling city. And all around this gambling and this, this sin that I won't necessarily get into, um, a lot of things pop up, including things like show business. And there's some really incredible shows that happen, whether it's magicians or acrobats or comedians. I said magicians, also musicians as well. And this past week, whether or not it's related to what your daddy was there for, was the Super Bowl. Do you know what the Super Bowl is, little bunny? Once again, if you're an American bunny, surely you know. It is the the biggest football game, speaking American football here. It's the biggest American football game in the world. It happens every year, and it's where the two best professional teams from all over the country face off, finally, for the grand champion title of, I don't know, winner of the Super Bowl. And so the town was even crazier than usual, little bunny, packed and packed, full of people. And, uh, yeah, we've got some fun thoughts about that. But first, let me sip my tea, little bunny. I already gave away what it was. One second. episode. Okay. Your daddy is getting legit for you, little bunny. Always better and better. Okay. Looking at my outline here for my little bunny. Talk about this cool stuff in Las Vegas. We've got introduction. Mention Vegas Super Bowl. excuse for why I didn't post on TikTok, Instagram. Very good, very good. Okay, okay. Oh, now I'm supposed to express the excitement about experiencing Las Vegas as an adult. Because, little bunny, I had gone growing up, believe it or not. At one point in time, it was. They tried to rebrand themselves, the city, as a family-friendly vacation. And, I mean, it was fun as a kid. I saw a really good magic show, and we saw they had, like, fake medieval knights jousting with each other back when I was a kid. I guess they still have it. And maybe I went back. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But this was my first time, 
as an adult where I get to do all the stuff, all the stuff that I find ethical. <laughs> I guess I should, maybe I should define the sin side of things. Maybe I'll define what I think is, shouldn't be a sin. Oops, I just dropped you a little bunny. <laughs> I don't think lust is a sin. I think it's something very, very beautiful. If you feel desire for someone else, that intoxicating desire, it's such a good thing. It helps you feel alive. It can motivate you in positive ways. The bad thing involving lust is, of course, when you don't respect other people. So, there is some stuff in Las Vegas where it breaches people's ownership of themselves and is less respectful of other people being individuals in charge of their own fates, in charge of their own lives, things like that. But I talk about lust all the time on the podcast, and I don't think Vegas and the type of lust that I think is beautiful, I don't think Vegas is the capital of that, certainly. So, what I really want to talk about in Vegas, and what really struck me, has to do more with the gambling, and actually how it contrasts with the shows. So I think this will be helpful for you. But before I get too deep into it, I want to connect with you, so I don't feel too much like I'm doing radio or giving you a little lecture already. Just spending time with you. Take another breath with me, little bunny. <laughs> These podcasts, I always like to ramble these days. Yeah. Rambling can be hard, little bunny. It's quite the skill, in case you don't know. And <laughs> you'll have to cut me some slack. Quick, to the outline. Okay, Daddy is talking about, okay, Vegas as an adult. Okay, so I wanted to mention the gambling as part of this. I have never gambled in my life, believe it or not. And there's so many fun movies about gambling in Vegas. Or um, about Vegas casinos, I guess. We watched, uh, what's it called, Little Bunny? Ocean's Eleven. While we were there one night, just on a laptop, cuddled in bed. I was there with Queen Little Bunny. And we watched that movie, which is about a like a heist. A crew of guys, I don't know. They rob a casino. It's very clever how they do it. It's a little heist movie. And I don't know, I guess they glorify gambling a little bit in the movie. I guess for Hollywood fun. They make it seem somewhat skill-based. But one of the ugly truths is that Gambling's a little bit sad in Las Vegas. It was the most wild thing. Sometimes we would just kind of 
find a spot on the floor surrounded by slot machines. And we would just kind of watch people. And they would just fill those money, excuse me, fill those machines with money. And then it hit the button, hit the button, hit the button. And the money goes down, 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 down. And occasionally it'll, they'll get some money back and it'll be very exciting. Then they hit the button and the button and the button and it goes down, 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 down. Then they pull out their wallets and they feed more money into the machines. And I definitely wanted to just kind of as a curious individual, especially because I like to make games and things and I want to know want to know what the experience is like what can what drives the human brain to do these things so we i spent exactly two dollars in a slot machine lost it actually i lost all but 10 cents which i did end up cashing out (laughs) um yeah i i did feel the pull i think i understand some of the mechanisms of what makes people keep pressing the button and keep putting money in the machines. And of course there's tables too where you go and spin the roulette wheel where you bet on a number and if it, the little ball randomly goes on that number then you win a whole bunch of money. But on average, the phrase is the house always wins. It's just, uh, well, I'll get into it in a little bit. But it was it was kind of sad, actually, to see people lose their really hard-earned money because these are, I imagine, very hard-working people. And through some kind of psychology, the money just disappears and disappears and disappears. And it was one of the most powerful things to see, actually. Especially when Queen Little Bunny and I went to see a show. And the show, I guess I won't tell you specifically which one, but it featured absolute human greatness. The people in this show were doing, (laughs) I guess I'll tell you, it's Cirque du Soleil. So we saw one of the Cirque du Soleils, which is like a, a modern circus, I guess you could say. Lots of acrobatics and flips and things like that. It was astounding to see what people can do. They really shoot for the absolute top, highest, greatest thing they can do. And for the people in that show, of course, it's gymnastics and I guess artsy gymnastics. The intersection of arts and entertainment, physical ability. It was so inspiring to see these people who every day, this is what they do. They strive to be the absolute most incredible version of themselves and they succeed to do a little money. And all of us in the audience gather, we pay money to see them be extraordinary. And then we step out of the show onto the casino floor. And it's just so sad to see people I presume they want to have 
some level of greatness. They want to hit the jackpot. They want to win big. They want to have a victorious moment. They're doing it by rolling dice. Something 100% outside of their control. And I don't think these people are untalented, the people who are gambling. I don't think that they're some kind of lesser class of people. At least rather, they're capable of extraordinary things. Each one of those people who's on the floor gambling, they might not be an acrobat, but they might be they might have inside them the potential to be an unbelievable writer or an unbelievable artist or any kind of, there's so many niche ones. I say horseback rider. That's my one that I always pull when I want to pick something niche. But I can't help but imagine that those people are dreaming of their best lives. They're not dreaming of losing in a slot machine. And if they want to live their best life, it's hard for me to put into words exactly what I mean. But I want to bring it to you, little bunny. I so desperately want you to be one of those performers in Cirque du Soleil. Maybe not literally. <laughs> it's a dangerous job. I don't want you doing a dangerous job, little bunny. I'm a bit protective of you. But I, I would feel so much more proud to see you being one of the great people on stage, whether literally or in some kind of abstract way. People are paying money to come and just witness you. They're coming for you so they can draw some of your energy and your greatness and it feels good just to be in your presence. I would rather you be that person. The person who's going through your life. Don't even think about Las Vegas right now. I don't want you to be the person going through your life just rolling dice on things that are out of your control. Saying, Oh, I hope the jackpot strikes me. I hope this dream life just, I turn around the corner on the street and then boom, there's my dream life and it just kind of happens for me. And I know that doesn't happen, little bunny. Greatness is something you set your sights on and then you go for it. And most importantly, you make it a habit, daily habit. Just focus on the little victories every day. I talk about that a whole bunch, and I'll talk about that some more. But that was kind of the magic moment, stepping out after just marveling at people that make me want to do great things, make me feel like I'm not doing enough, which I'm not doing enough. I want to strive for higher and higher things. So just to walk out onto the floor and see people who I really believe could be achieving that level of greatness. But they've somehow gotten roped in to this idea of gambling. You know, 
before I went to Vegas this time, if I were to have separated Vegas into, let's say, two classes of people, you might think it's the ultra-wealthy people versus the more financially average people, I guess. And Vegas is all about, if you, if you don't know the aesthetic of Vegas, it's very, very outwardly luxurious. It wants to show off money every step of the way. It's very luxury in your face. And, uh, yeah, one can imagine that going to Vegas as an ultra-wealthy person, they give you whatever the really incredible hotel room is reserved for you so that you go and gamble a million dollars at the casino or something. Yeah. There's even sections of the casino where your minimum bet is like $100 per round of blackjack or something. I did play one round of blackjack. I, pl I played the minimum amount I could, which was $25. That was the minimum bet for blackjack. And I lost. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I won it back. <laughs> which is the most horrible mindset on a different table, which is I cannot claim any skill for it as a luck-based game. So I ended up losing a very small amount of money in Vegas. I lost in total $2 on the slot machine. Oh, I guess $1.90 on the slot machine. And then Queen Little Bunny and I put the minimum amount of money on the Super Bowl as we could. We made sure that she would bet on one team and I bet on another so that between the two of us we would only lose the the cut that the the bookkeeper gets. Anyway, so I lost about four dollars in Vegas on gambling. And uh, it was enough to learn what it feels like. At least get a taste of it. I can only imagine how it feels once. You're going downward and downward into a spiral. You want to win your way out of the debt by gambling more. Oh, it's just such a malicious cycle. Yeah, so... If I'm going to be a elitist asshole, talk about how truly elite those Cirque du Soleil performers were. And it can be any of the people in the show business there. It can be the, the chefs, even, who have their famous restaurant. Or it can be the magician, or the comedian, or the musician playing the rock concerts, things like that. You know, I think those people are the elite. And even the people who come to Vegas with millions of dollars, they sit at the same tables and they just waste away money from doing gambling. I don't know the, the phrase for it. It's not like they're lesser people or something like that. But it's just such wasted potential, little bunny. Such wasted potential. 
I think those people. Let's talk about the rich people who go and gamble in Vegas. I think they're actually poor in the currencies that I think matter. I think the wealthiest people in Vegas are the people who make a middle-class living doing extraordinary flips, entertaining people, making people laugh. It's not easy to make people laugh, little bunny. To go to a show, (laughs) we went to a spicy show. One where, to the greatest extent possible, (laughs) the performers were respected and had full autonomy of their choices and desires and all of that stuff. Oh my God, I felt so bad actually for, it was women in this case on stage because the crowd was so shy and nervous. And uh, man, as a performer, you need a good audience to be cheering for you so you don't feel really awkward on stage. And my God, it was... (laughs) There's a lot of couples in the audience with the with the men super nervous about whether they can cheer <laughs> when one of the performers on stage does something sexy. <laughs> and I'm there like thrashing my voice, trying to like carry the weight for the <laughs> these shy men in the audience. I'm like, guys, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but eventually the the woman who is kind of like the the MC, so to speak, the woman who was leading the show. She eventually got the room laughing and cheering and things like that. Thank God, so I could give my voice a rest. Um, uh, yeah, that's a challenging skill, little bunny. You know how damn hard it is to get a <laughs> a group full of shy men to be cheering in front of their wives and girlfriends (laughs) to see someone take off their clothes on stage. It's hilarious. That woman, that MC, can get a crowd to be positive and cheer. She is so wealthy in the currency of greatness, in that specific niche of greatness, to work a room like that. I wonder what your currency of greatness is, little bunny. I wonder what mine is. Let's think about this together. Let's imagine that we're going to Vegas, okay? And there's two classes of people in Vegas that's independent of money. It's about what they choose to do when they're there. So you and I, little bunny, we're going to Vegas. There's all these people gambling away money because, well, there's multiple reasons people gamble. I actually did, I actually did some research on this, um, which I, I have it in my notes. I'm not going off my notes right now. But let's say one of the reasons, which is a reason but not the only reason, is this dream of a life-changing moment or of achieving incredible greatness. People always say, like, oh, if I won the lottery, da-da-da-da, or if I won the jackpot, da-da-da-da-da. 
jackpots and lotteries are worth zero greatness currency, little bunny. There is nothing impressive about winning a jackpot or winning a lottery. There's nothing at all impressive about that. That is so stupid to be have that as a goal in your life, to just randomly get a ton of money. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it may have a U.S. dollar currency, but it's, <laughs> I want you chasing some greatness currency, little bunny. So anyway, you and I are going to Las Vegas. And there's two classes of people there to get rich, little bunny. There's the class of people there to get rich on U.S. dollars. There's the class of people there to get rich on greatness currency, of which for each of us it is a different currency. So for example, one of those incredible acrobats in Cirque du Soleil, you put them on stage wearing skimpy clothing, trying to get a room of shy men to cheer. Yeah, good luck. That acrobat may not be good at that skill. Same thing, you take the incredible MC, you tell her to do a backflip off a trapeze. It's probably not a good idea. So, (laughs) you and I, little bunny, we're going to Vegas. (laughs) Maybe I should go back to my outline. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Observations in Vegas highlight the duality of gambling. One based on luck, the other a dedication to greatness. Okay, and then be an elitist bastard and explain how. (laughs) One of those I have much more respect for. I have so much more respect for someone who makes a middle class living doing something extraordinary than that super wealthy person or even a person of any kind who goes and puts some stupid bet with odds highly against them and then they win the jackpot. Hooray, and wow, you're so rich now. Like... That's so unimpressive. Okay. What are we doing? Uh, Okay, yeah. Then the surreal experience stepping out of that show onto the gambling floor. That was was wild, little bunny. That was such an eye-opening experience. Okay. Yeah, and I want to hammer home something. A lot of times when... People dish on this concept of elitism. Elitism. Uh, It's understandable in some ways. Because sometimes... Well, I don't want to... sounds preachy. What I mean to say is that... You and me going to Vegas, little bunny. And these two classes of people. Every single person there has a choice about which class they want to belong to. This is not something you're born into. This is not something you have to naturally have a certain amount of quote-unquote talent for. This is a headstrong, damn, damn it, daddy, elitist mindset that is all based on choice. One second, I have to clear my throat. Oh, I got a pause button. So, okay, where are we? 
He's still with me, little bunny. Okay. We're having a good time, right? (laughs) You're having a good time, little bunny. What are we even doing here? (laughs) Your daddy is working on his greatness currency. Little by little, little bunny. Little by little. (laughs) Do you know what your currency is, little bunny? Let me see if I can talk about what my currency is. At least with garden. I think I become wealthy in my greatness currency when you smile. When you feel fuzzy when I say I love you. Not just when you hear I love you, but when it comes from me and you know it's true. I do love you. I'm rich in my greatness currency when I make something creative. Something that probably has never been done before. Not that I'm super focused on what everyone else has created, but just that it's so true to me that statistically it's impossible that someone else would have made it. Whether it's writing a story... I spent a decent amount of the day learning this new video game engine so I can make a video game for you. It's coming along pretty well. It's a lot more complicated than I thought it was. (laughs) Part of my greatness currency is this time with you for you to feel like it was well spent. You could be doing any number of things right now, little bunny. Let me say it again. You could be doing any number of things right now, little bunny. But you're spending this time with me. I want it to be really, really good quality time. <laughs> Greatness currency for me is when my voice makes beautiful sounds. And little by little, I learn to speak more clearly, speak more authentically have my words ring so so true to never be just spouting garbage now your daddy needs to clear his throat again ha ha cough button (laughs) oh my goodness little bunny what's your greatness currency I already said writer and artist like painter or something But it doesn't have to be those. It could be that you write software, little bunny. It could be some physical activity, like dancing. What kind of dancing, little bunny? You can't gamble your way into becoming an incredible dancer. It's just not possible. Is it... (laughs) Cosplay... Yeah, how about that one? Your daddy's coming up with other ones. Cosplay is like where you um, dress up in costume based on your favorite fictional characters. Uh, Not a lot of money to be made in that. Not a lot of U.S. dollars. I'm going to start just saying U.S. dollars instead of money. Honestly, because U.S. dollars is just one kind of currency we can chase after. There's not very many U.S. dollars to be made in cosplay. But there can be some greatness currency there, little bunny. 
there can be some greatness currency. You don't always have to be paying your bills with whatever you are. i got to think of a word for it. I guess we'll just say your thing. Your domain. Your niche. Your arena. Pick whichever of those is relevant. Your instrument. Yeah. Sometimes it's your profession. What if you're a teacher, little bunny, and you want to be the absolute best teacher? You don't want to just show up and get through the day, of which you could, and you would make the same amount of U.S. dollars by just showing up and getting through the day. But maybe you want to be a teacher that is just extraordinary. It's worth a lot more great in this currency. Where do you cash it in? I guess you can cash it in with me. I love you no matter what, little bunny. But I will be extra proud of you. <laughs> the more greatness currency you accrue, you can cash it in with me. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a, a store where you have to set your own currency and then set the checkpoints you need to make get more and more of the currency <laughs> then maybe you'll get special locked audios that you have to buy with your greatness currency is this not such a good freaking idea little bunny oh my god oh. <laughs> wow this is, that actually is a good idea hmm you write it down on my big big long list of ideas one second I have to say one second every time I <laughs> press the cough button because otherwise there's just these pauses and I'm not yet skilled enough to secretly press the cough button little bunny still working on that but hey we're only in garden year number two right now isn't that wait are we in three depends on where you start counting we might holy crap little bunny I think we're in garden year three now. I think I'm going to start counting just from the beginning of the New Year's. Because it was a New Year's resolution where I really got serious about, uh, about chasing the greatness fortune. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're year three out of quite a few to come, if not infinite. So... I've got time to get better at pressing the cough button. I'm always striving to be better for you, little bunny. Always better, always better. So anyway. <laughs> you and I, are, I think actually, didn't I? Um, I think I had gambling in one of my bedtime stories. I think I had like a Las Vegas. It was Invisible Penguinville, actually. <laughs> Okay. If you don't know what that means, if you're confused, don't worry, little bunny. Shh. Quiet, little bunny. Let your daddy go back to his outline. Okay. Call to action. That's what ChatGPT. I didn't tell ChatGPT to make up the episode. I did a session, a conversation with it, back and forth. Then we put this together. Okay. Um. 
because this is where I am in the outline right now. Yeah, this is an elitist. This is an elitist mindset. And it's really important that it's just a choice you make. You can choose to be elite, little bunny, at least in the way I define it. Okay, great. We're going to be elitist assholes now. <laughs> but importantly, it's a choice you make, a commitment you make to it. It's a choice and you've got to follow through. Okay, great. Um, oh, I also want to highlight it's never too late, little bunny. One of the challenging things <laughs> watching that Cirque du Soleil show is I, there's some kids in it that are maybe 10 years old. And they're doing extraordinary athletic feats. There is no way at this point in my life, little bunny, that I would ever be able to do those feats in Cirque du Soleil. It's not that I never could have, but that one's off the table now. It's off the table to be, you know, there's certain things that just get harder as you get older. So I want to caution you from thinking, oh, I'm too old to be doing one of these great things. It's too late for me. Oh, I guess I'll just go sit by the slot machine. Or I guess maybe you're thinking it's too old. It's too late for me. I'm just going to go float along down life and hope that greatness comes and finds me in some way without doing any effort. No, little bunny. There are always, always, always great domains, arenas, activities that you can start in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. You're fine, little bunny. No excuses about anything being too late. All right, back to the outline, daddy. Encourage you. Joining the pursuit of excellence. Focused on the value beyond monetary wealth. <laughs> Conclusion is next. I won't necessarily end the episode with this. Reiterate the two classes of people observed in Vegas. It sounds so elitist, but it's really not. It's about a personal choice about whether you're going to strive for greatness, whether you're going to hope that greatness comes to you through luck. Mm -mm -mm. It's impossible to gamble with greatness currency. Isn't that funny? How do you gamble your way into doing a triple backflip? Or gamble your way into working a crown to make them laugh? Working your, gambling your way into doing an incredible magic illusion? Mm. And then, what is at the end here? motivate you make good habits okay great <laughs> oh little bunny how did I do how is this honey carrot you're always welcome to tell me I check these every once in a while there's like a spot where you can leave an anonymous feedback or something in the Spotify app or you can just email me directly if there's things that are really helpful for you. If there's things that are not helpful, if there's things that are make the 
podcast episode not as good, you can email me, lindy at lindysgarden.com. No punctuation, except for the dot in dot com. You'll figure it out. You're a smart bunny. Or daddy at lindysgarden.com. Whichever you prefer, they go to the same place. <laughs> yeah. You know, it can be hard to go for the greatness currency. That's something that's just occurring to me now. I think everyone does want a great life in some sense. Maybe the great life is as simple as having a farm on the countryside, surrounded by loved ones, and a dog or a cat or something, to live comfortably, to live cozy life. That's a type of greatness in its own right. It's a really wonderful thing to strive for. Oh man, I forgot a little bunny. <laughs> the insight. <laughs> what did I have? I totally had something. I don't know what I was going to say. How long have we been going for a little bunny? Not sure how long this has been. I feel like I want to spend a little more time with you. But I wonder if I'm also running out of things to say. I love you, little bunny. That's what all this really comes down to. What was I going to say? I feel like I had something. Let me just sip some tea for a second. Yeah, something you can email me, tell me what's helpful, tell me what can be better. I always want to get better for you, little bunny. Always want to get better for you. So join me, okay? Join me in finding out what your currency is. What's your greatness currency? And then we're going to get rich gonna go seek greatness yeah it was uh, I think the point that I thought of was that everyone wants greatness don't they I think it's just a matter of chasing the right currency there's people who are super super high in US dollars who all they do with their life is they just move money from one bank account to another bank account like that's what they do that's what their life is you know they're worthy of happiness absolutely and I hope they're happy I want them to be happy but there's no ambition in that there's just no ambition in that so little bunny whether it's your job or hobby or some kind of serious activity, whatever it is, something that you spend your time and your heart and your effort on that helps you dream big. Let's figure out what that currency is. Let's go get rich together, little bunny. Okay? My currency right now, in this moment, is to make you happy to make your life better.
So if you want to make me rich, little bunny, <laughs> beyond just a little Patreon <laughs> subscription where you get the locked section stuff, that's US dollars, okay? You want to make me rich, little bunny. You go for greatness. Got it? Deal, little bunny. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to go to bed. I will wake up tomorrow morning. I will write you a poem. You are going to hear it in just a few moments. I'll be right back. Good night. Good morning, little bunny. I slept very well. Thank you for asking. I think I need to go nap a little bit more. But I've got a busy day, and I need to write you your poem, read it to you, and then we'll see what's next. But I'm bringing you with me all through my day. Love you. Okay, here's your poem. You ready, little bunny? It's quite convenient for me that you love listening to me rambling because I can tell you to take care of yourself and not do stupid things like gambling. Have a great, great, Weak little bunny. Take care of yourself. Be ambitious. Uh, and take risks in your control. Sound good? Okay. I love you. 